0: I love you. Gentle folk, ladies and men, we're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us here on the couch? hello everybody
1: (laughs) i am the green traveler from gorsh and i am the face of sleone that was very nice should we just take that and replace the ukulele thing or you play that to ukulele
0: oh god i don't know if i'd be able to play that to the ukulele i could try yeah i'm not that great at the ukulele is the thing i just kind (laughs) of try to copy other songs until i like can kind of play like a few bars and that's about it
1: well, I mean I totally dig our our little intro. Maybe we can get some feedback. Delmo yeah. will say something.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll try to like record a whole three person thing, you know. I'll try to see if I can get a harm my harmonica and my ukulele back in that tune. <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Well, uh <clears throat> did you introduce yourself?
1: Maybe I introduced myself. I'm the faceless Leon, so you know it's a pretty good thing this is an audio based not that it's not not that it's not intriguing to witness audio. it's kind of like psychically resonated off of my scalp is what's going on <laughs> but it's kind of interesting but after a while it can be either a little disturbing or sometimes initially <laughs> extremely disturbing, yeah, but
0: you know what I was thinking
1: just my voice that's all you need i mean it's it's blank
0: so. It's beautiful, yeah. It's it's very very dulcet tones. I love it.
1: Yeah, oh, thanks.
0: Yeah, but you know what I was thinking. I I mean, not to lead so early with a uh uh you know an advertisement for ourselves, <laughs> but <laughs> someday if if we if we are able to turn this into a very good profitable fun entertainment entertaining show. It'd be hilarious if we can get, like, every episode animated.
1: Yeah. No, I... (laughs)
0: have Well, not, like, every... Maybe not every episode, because it takes a lot to animate, but, you know, like, have, like, an animated special or something every now and then. I don't
1: know what to say on the actual show, but between you and me, so we'll see. I have (laughs) been talking to uh, this person I used to work with who's an artist, And she's still a student and she wants to get experience in animating.
0: And I told her,
1: hey, you know, I've been looking for somebody who would like to, you know, be regularly commissioned for some stuff. And then you can get some experience. And, you know, just what you want. Like, I I was thinking more, like, clips to start. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love watching the Bim Bam animated dude. That shit fucking (laughs) cracks me up.
0: Just force her to watch a lot of our old tapes right now. (laughs) Just be like, we have a hundred episodes, watch all of them. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, initially I I contacted her about Adventures in Valaquart, but I I can talk to her see if she's interested in looking at that, because... I mean, unless Maybe we're fun. doing like fun, goofy stuff like they do in the Ben and Bam shorts, I I'm not so <laughs> certain that just us sitting there behind a desk is gonna be. I
0: don't know, you know, man. We might have said some crazy shit over the over the past few uh We sure like probably year. did.
1: I know we shit did. It's gonna be. <laughs> we shit did. <laughs> we shit did. I wonder if she'll ask for the plans of Area 51 though. That would be.
0: Oh, is she going to exploit us? Is that how... (laughs) We're not open for blackmail. You can't blackmail us. No, she can't.
1: (laughs) I mean, she... I mean, now that she knows that I don't truly have a face,
0: she might try. You you don't think you're that intimidating? Like, just seeing you is not enough for her to just, like, back the fuck off?
1: Well, dude... Okay, you talked about the dulcet tone, right? (laughs) The philosophy is, why make an angry voice if you don't have an angry face? How how strange would it be to turn around and look but, at this blank face? You say
0: strange. I think for a lot of human beings, it's scary. It's not strange. Yeah. It's like seeing the seeing the absence of what they've always known. Ah, oh, I think a lot of them would poop their pants immediately. <laughs> be like, who was this thumb person? Yeah, What's <laughs> going on? For whatever reason, though, seeing a green little, like, Gorshin yeah, fellow, that that doesn't freak them out at all. They're just like, ah, oh, damn, this one must be in, like, Chicago or somewhere. <laughs> but shit, <sighs> yeah, we're, uh, we're a long way away from talking about what we're here to talk about. And, yeah, uh, that's, we sure are. That's the start of our very special playlist. We're going to do, uh, do the Halloween franchise. Last year, uh, we pitted the first films of uh three of our favorite franchises and three of the most known franchises well we'll just change that
1: to the most known because i can't say that (laughs) all of these are my favorite (laughs) franchises
0: (laughs) that's fair i can't either but like i do binge watch all of these like every single halloween they're just easy films to put on and just be like all right you know like even if i don't like them it's just somebody's getting stabbed in the background and i can just paint
1: right sure <laughs> yes <laughs> so get, just, get all of your catharsis out just all of them
0: yeah. i'm just painting a happy little painting and then in the background somebody's screaming and getting stabbed i'm just like this is nice <laughs> just you gonna know, make some water right here
1: <laughs> somebody should ask aristotle if pandora was releasing catharsis i know that uh he's dead and also that it is only catharsis in the singular <laughs> but i want the, the the horrible things in the life that came out of the box to be catharsis i want that to be what they're labeled now and we just gotta get the professors <laughs> on the phone
0: i'll let you i'll let you work on that one <laughs> <laughs> i can't say there's much driving interest on my behalf
1: <laughs> fair enough so friday thirteen. 13th
0: Friday the 13th. Yeah, we'll we'll start with Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, it came out on April 30th, 1981, just a couple years after the first one, uh, directed by Steve Miner, written by Ron Kurtz. Friday the 13th, for all those out there who did not know, was supposed to be an anthology series. It was going to be just a bunch of different movies where they just focused on different superstitions of the holiday. Well, it's not really a holiday, but of the day, the Friday the 13th, and... Fuck that! Immediately they're just like, eh, fuck that. We'll do the exact same fucking shit. Yeah. Like it made money. This will make money. We're good. We'll just uh, have Jason do it. I, <laughs>
1: you know, I don't remember exactly what I said in the first one, but honestly, I'm really surprised that movie made money because right, it is honestly, I have a hard had a hard time watching it sometimes.
0: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that good. <clears throat> you know, it had some good qualities. Like, and and this film shares those good qualities because it's the exact. Same fucking film, yeah. And like, there's an added layer. The soundtrack, though, you know, I like the, I like the kill, 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 yes. Ah, 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 yes. kill. Yes, yes, yeah. Kill, that kill. Is like that's great. Good. And it's only it's only used when he's there. Like it's it's always disturbing because you're just you're just sitting there, you're watching these like scandalous little camp kids <laughs> going around. And you just you don't give a fuck about any of them. They're all just like horny little bastards, and you're just, yeah, this is okay. I know most of you are gonna get killed, so we're just gonna we're gonna play yeah. this out, figure out which one of you is gonna be the final girl, you know, and and kind of root for her after a bit. And so you're just you're just watching these kids, and you know nothing's gonna happen unless you hear that fucking sound like if if that if that kill kill, 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 ah, ah, ah if that's not planned. You're fine. You know these kids are just gonna have sex and it's gonna be good. But <laughs> it's just like once once that happens, you're looking around for what the weapon's gonna be. You're like, who how's he gonna kill these kids next?" Ooh, it's yeah. Gonna be I feel
1: like that part that he always uses something different until yeah, it's, it's nice. The machete, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know when it because this film, like uh, like the first one, it doesn't really have a lot of the staples of the franchise that we know. You know, Jason's not wearing the mask. He's yeah. not using the machete. Maybe he uses the machete in this. I there can't is remember.
1: A, a, I don't know, though, because the wrong side of it is sharp. They, oh. they cut into people with the, the curved part, but I'm pretty sure the inward curved part, that is. I'm pretty sure that right. the, the outward curved part is the sharp part. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And, and there was yeah. definitely a lot of times where it, the, the other side was cutting it. So maybe it's like some kind of scythe, or maybe... Ooh. Okay, if we really want to give an excuse, maybe Jason just because he's crazy wilderness guy decided to sharpen both sides.
0: Yeah, can give him that. He gets pretty bored. the The camp counselors aren't out there. That was it's the word I was five looking for earlier, right? Yeah, it's been five years. <laughs> I was struggling so hard to remember the word counselors. I was just like kids, camp kids, and I'm like they're not kids yet. That's like that's like Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Like, I, God damn, I can't remember what the, the word for counselor was. Jesus. That's where I'm at today <laughs> well,
1: i I have never watched any of these movies, so this was my first time around. Oh, and yeah, I do have to say first off that I liked it, but more than the first one. I think the quality of the actual filming was just better. Mm. However, I think less happens.
0: Like <laughs> Yeah, it's it really is just bare bones it really, uh, sl- really is. slasher film. And it and seemed I, like they I, were trying
1: to say something though too. Were
0: they? I don't <laughs> know.
1: When they were at the bar
0: and Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, they didn't have that. Like, Amy
1: Steele. She she our she, final said girl. she was talking about she was talking about Jason's psychology. And these guys were just like they really shut her down about it, but I, I I didn't understand why. I thought what she was saying was kind of interesting, but and they put that out there, however they didn't do anything with it. Like she yeah. she apparently sympathizes with Jason.
0: Yeah, she she understands his psyche a little better than more people right. do, like like where he's coming from with his with his anger, with his uh his vengeance. Yeah. And it, it, that plays towards the end uh because, you know, as as I've already spoiled, Jenny is the final girl. Right. And so she she uses her understanding of Jason to try to get away from the the right. situation. I which... actually
1: really liked what they do with Jenny.
0: Yeah, like, I thought I, that was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I thought she was really smart and they, and she wasn't afraid to use it, and she was quick thinking. Mm-hmm. I thought she had all the great right qual- qualities of a hero.
0: So good, yeah, good, good, good final girl. I really I did like her, and uh, final. But she, it's kind of. <laughs>
1: I'm sure I'm sure they said final girl. They I mean this shit definitely a formula. The, I mean
0: yeah. I was going to say that's just the that's just the tropey name for yeah. it. Like that's just what everybody calls it. And like uh, yeah, you're right, final woman, but it's it's just <laughs> it, 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 I from 20 plus years of just studying horror films, like I, right. it's just ingrained in me. But I will work on it. But but uh the the, the one thing cuz cause, cause you said that you like this more than the first one and I kind of agree kind of agree, like, they're kind of just equal for me. Like, they're both kind of just bland slasher film. Yeah. But, like, the, fir- the first one had the the lady who played his mom. I, can- I sadly can't um, remember her name. Betsy. Betsy.
1: She... Uh, yep, Betsy Palmer.
0: Betsy Palmer. is Voorhees,
1: played by Betsy Palmer.
0: <laughs> and though she was absolutely insane, and it was absolutely. kind of funny at times... <laughs> It was great act. Like she was good. Yeah. She, she was, was a really interesting. She was killer. the best
1: part. She was the, the gem yeah. in the badly filmed turd.
0: Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> it was that's not a good movie. <laughs> it's just the, the, this film though is lacking that killer because Jason's awesome. Uh, like I, yeah. I know people love Jason and I do have a, a, a weak spot for him. I think he's hilarious. Uh, and I love his just tenacity to absolutely brutalize camp kids. <laughs> but it's just our campers in general, right? But it's just it's so I don't know. In this film, he is just kind of uh, he's kind of like Doomsday from DC Comics. He's just a brainless monster that's just going. You know, he's he just sees kids having sex and he's like, kill, kill. You know, he's just like, I'm gonna grab a harpoon and stick it right through him. Like, <laughs> you know, he, he just goes and goes, and it's kind right. of weird. It, whereas, like, it it felt like there was more of a motive for her character. Which kind of lifts that first one. I don't know. They're, they're still equal for me. You know, it's like it. I gotcha. the, the killer of the first one lifts it to the quality of the second one. And so I, I just don't like sure. I don't like either of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's 100 percent fair. I do want to give Jason because I thought he was well played. His name was Warrington Gillette. I wanted to give him credit.
0: Well, that's uh, that's the unmasked one. Oh, really? Yeah, the stalker walking around without the mask is Steve Daskowitz. Daskwis. It's one of those word names that ends with a W-I-S-Z. I see. <laughs>
1: In IMDb, he goes as Steve Dash, but Dashkowitz. I I Dashkowitz. That might not be right because there's. I'm sorry, sir. We're yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Warrington Gillette is the unmasked one, the the uh, the one with the marred face, gotcha. shall so we say? He,
1: yeah, I think I don't know what how I feel about the face.
0: But, yeah, it's 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 know. a little weird. It's also weird because it's like it kind of just seems like a. Di- I mean, I know that the, I think he was disfigured as a child, right? Like he had well, a yeah.
1: He is yeah supposed to be yeah,
0: and like that's the that's the vision that the the woman at the end had in the first movie was like, you know, this disfigured child coming up out of the lake and grabbing her. And they they also take the first 12 minutes of this film to literally rehash the last 20 minutes of the first film. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. They bring her back. What was her name? They bring her back just to
0: fucking fucking kill her her
1: off. Oh, man, it was so cruel. He stalked her into town to whatever city she lived in, and they killed her.
0: And it's like, why even make it a dream in the first place? Like in that first movie, like why make her imagining Jason jumping out of the water and attacking her just be a dream? If you're just going to kill know. her in the first few seconds I of have this one, no it's it's idea.
1: Uh, the character decision was Alice, though, and is played by Adrian King.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's. And I feel. I feel sorry for her because I don't know if they were just like, "Hey, do you want to come back?" And she was like, "Oh, sure, I would love to be part of this franchise." And like. No, 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 no. Not to be we're part of the franchise. You. We're going to kill you. <laughs> we're going to pass it off to another person. <laughs> uh, well, Jenny just, is a
1: badass, so...
0: Yeah, she is a badass, that's true. But I, I just feel bad for the for Alice, is that Alice the name you yeah, just said, Alice. that yeah. I, I just immediately <laughs> walked away. <laughs> but no, it's... I don't know, I don't like the face either. That was the original point we were talking about. It, it right. seems like a... They didn't age well. You know, they kind of were just like, how yeah. did, how does, how would that child look as an adult now? And then they were just like, sloth from the Goonies? And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so I think
1: the problem I have with it, and this is where I think, like, whatever point Jenny was trying to make at the bar could have been tried to use and be solidified and made stronger and actual, like, uh. A, a decent I don't know what's the word I want to say starts with a c comparison that's not it to society and how we treat people with I don't know the terminology to be perfectly honest that referred for terminology but i I do know that there are people who suffer from ailments that make them look as this person is depicted in the movie so yeah. i I feel. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like, like you said, it doesn't really seem to age well, I think, on a social level.
0: It definitely, it's like they definitely needed something better to choose, and that's where the mask comes into play. You know, once they get that hockey mask, now you've got your killer. Now you've got right. an a, an image that you can put forth. You don't need to take the mask off ever. It's it's the hockey mask killer. That's great, but it's not in this movie yet. We just have mm-hmm. a guy with a sack on his face.
1: Yeah, it's a com. It's a, a very strange look. It's kind of like a farmer with a sack on his head. That is exactly what it is. That's it's weird. true.
0: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. But I mean, if we're ready for closing statements.
1: Yes, I think so, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what I gave the first one. I would assume no. I gave it a one and a half, but uh, I give this one a two stars. You know, it's 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 a slasher film. You know, it's it's something again. It's something I just put on in the background and I do something else too during the Halloween season. Yeah, and, and it's perfect for that. You get your screams, yeah. you get your 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 kills, even though they're boring as fuck. But it, it happens. It's
1: only, it, an too, yeah, I mean. it's only an hour and a half. Too.
0: Yeah, it's only an hour and a half. And there's a there's there's two it. people who have sex and then get harpooned to a bed. Like it's pretty cool.
1: That actually was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that character, I don't remember
1: what those people's name was or were.
0: I mean, they kind of did that in the first one though. There there was a there was a scene in the first one where you know the two the kids have Kevin sex Bacon? and then get Yeah, yeah, cuz he's the one who gets killed, right? In that scene, I think. Yeah.
1: He is. Yeah. But he went through both of them in this one yeah
0: There's, yeah he did de- he they, they one-upped it that's true yeah
1: they sure did that was pretty cool <laughs> i was trying to remember what those characters name was god damn i need to go back to school <laughs> I, just,
0: I, I think they were sexual pervert three and sexual uh, pervert number yes. four
1: that i i don't know honestly the the female in the, in the pairing. Yes. I would say maybe yes. <laughs> the gentleman was just like, okay, sure, I guess.
0: <laughs> so sexu- like the so sexual pervert. Oh, okay. So sexual pervert number three and, uh, and nonchalant bystander noob number two.
1: <laughs> we also had Mark played by Tom McBride. And yeah. He's a lot of people in this movie. Their picture for IMBD is DB is internet
0: (laughs) internet movie base data.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There but their picture is a still from this movie. A lot of people who are in this movie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it didn't it didn't really launch anybody to career start them. Not not quite like Kevin Bacon.
1: No, not no. Who's on TV currently? (laughs) Unless that show got canceled. But anyways. What's mom, mom. Oh, I didn't do my closing statement. I'm going to give this. I Honestly, this movie, I think, is competent. So at the very least, I will give it a face. Uh, there are things I, I really liked about the movie, and there's other things that were just like, this is really kind of boring. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you have to watch this movie. But like you said, if you're marathoning them, why not? Why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, it's the first why time you get to see Jason and he's different then think of him so that's true it is the first time first time first crime well i guess he is in that first movie but <laughs>
0: barely same shit same day
1: <laughs> five days five years later
0: <laughs> five years later do you need get so a good drink before we ex- move on to halloween 2 i do actually 100 percent
1: need a soda pop
0: I was reading my notes and I love my last note. Why does Lori always drop her fucking weapon? <laughs> Except I spelled fucking wrong and I said funking. funking. Why does Lori always drop her funking weapon?
1: Why does she her always funking. drop her funking weapon?
0: Yeah. Funking ink. We yeah, I check think we're out. back right now. <laughs> 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 no. Yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, perfect cut. On. Well, we're back with uh, with Halloween two, and it came six months after yeah. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, October thirtieth, nineteen
1: eighty one. It had and, to be uh,
0: Halloween, yeah. It had to be Halloween, except they missed it by a day, but that's totally fine. Well, <laughs> sure. Sure, it came out like midnight or like you know late night October thirtieth, right. so it still felt like Halloween. But we're back. Nobody wanted to do this film, but the eager producers, and we're back with it. <laughs> so fucking sad. Like John Carpenter and Deborah Hill returned to write it. Jamie Lee Curtis returned, but basically only if she had bas- no scenes whatsoever until the very end. Like she 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 spends most of this film in a coma in the hospital, or she just does. looking dazedly sure at does. the at the ceiling. This, <laughs> like, this movie.
1: A... This movie stars Donald Pleasance.
0: Oh, sadly. Oh man. Which I you know, feel like he I, was interested in. It, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that his character is literally a joke now. Because in the first one, it's kind of like, okay, you're a little riled up. I mean, you've been trying to be a psychiatrist to a person that is purely evil. And the love or hate that first movie, it kind of makes sense that he is a little riled up that this person has escaped. And he is is willing to, you know, scare kids away from a house if he thinks it'll protect them and also get a little bit of a chuckle out of it. It's kind of funny. But in this one, he is just a wild psychopath who should not be running around with the cops trying to find a serial killer. He almost (laughs) shoots an innocent man just because he looks like it's Michael.
1: (laughs) He does. Okay. All right. I don't know. That might be a spoiler. He he
0: does look like hmm. Michael. But... If you remember, that mask was just a Halloween mask.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, yes, 100%. And that kid just happened to be on the same night wearing the exact same costume, which I know that is very much something that can happen today. I don't know how common that would have been back then, but that kid also... Was not nearly as tall as Michael.
0: <laughs> no, and also walked nothing like him. Like if he looked like he was walking, like he was running away. When have you ever seen Michael pick up the pace? The <laughs> dude has one speed. <laughs> <laughs> he goes no yeah, faster. Yeah, and Michael
1: probably would not. Yeah, wouldn't run away. Anyways, I'm not going to say no. he would go in straight in like when there's a no. hundred cops around but he'd just walk away and then you'd lose him because that's what michael is
0: exactly he gets in the shadows and he's gone and he definitely would not have let a cop car hit him no <laughs> that's how you no, know i do feel
1: really bad for that kid i mean like jesus christ donald pleasant
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's so sam bad Loomis,
1: man dr sam Loomis.
0: yeah i thought it was dr pleasant's but yeah, you know, he is back, and he is the uh, he is the person that's being focused on more in this film because it's it's a continuation of the last film. The night after, or I mean, the same night actually. It's not even the night after. It's the same uh, night.
1: I think yeah. it goes into the day. Oh, maybe that's... it goes. Maybe it's it definitely starts Halloween night because okay, yeah, they're I think... taking
0: they're taking Laurie right from
1: it wasn't her house in the movie that she ended up
0: at. I don't know. I can't remember. She's babysitting, so I, I don't know. Maybe Could not. I but know. yeah, it it just picks up immediately. You follow Michael, and again, you have a really great opening scene with Halloween. You know, you have that that first person view of Michael roaming the the backyards of this neighborhood. You know, he he walks into a person's house, he grabs a knife. Like it's really so terrifying to think about him being in your house but not killing you. Right. Because there's this there's this old couple that's just you know the 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 husband's watching TV the wife's like making right, dinner right. in the kitchen and she walks into the living room and while she's in the living room Michael just slips and he's like ooh a knife and takes the knife and then when she comes yeah, back she just fucking, finds blood where her knife was
1: fucking teenager next door dude when she oh, starts yeah. screaming she's like she's already on the phone with somebody and she says oh. He probably just decided to start beating her, like right. it was something that was so nonchalant. I was like, "Lady, yeah, if that's what's going on in your house. That shouldn't be going on. I know it's the '80s, no. but that shouldn't be going on." No,
0: nah, and, and for that statement, she gets slaughtered. So
1: <laughs> yes, she
0: does. Yes,
1: any sin, but that's any a- sin is worth your death to Michael. <laughs> The phantom.
0: But that's the—that's kind of the sad thing is this whole scene sets up what you're going to expect from this movie. Because it's a really eerie, really good setup. Mm-hmm. And then the kill is just Michael jumps up from underneath the camera. And then it cuts up to his face. And then you just kind of like get like a stab at the girl. And she's just like, ah. And then it cuts back to Michael. And he's just like, has these wide eyes. And it's just like, Ooh, I just did this. I love killing. It's such an unsatisfying jump scare. Like, it's not even a jump scare, but it's just, it's so unsatisfying that it's like, okay, that's what this movie's going to be. It's going to be a lot of good setup to nothing. That's kind of mm. how I feel about it. The whole, the whole run of this movie just, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of heart in it. From what I remember, I don't know how much of how true this is. I could be mixing up all my films. But uh, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill's original plan they are they were going to cap off Michael's story and then do an anthology. Sound familiar? <laughs> they're going to do an anthology with Halloween. Yeah. Yes, here we are. Uh, but but they wanted to cap off Michael's story because you know he is the boogeyman. They wanted to do one more tale where they killed him, and that would be it. And the the original story I think took place years later. Laurie was now living in an apartment somewhere and he finds her at the apartment complex and it's him going through the apartments to get to her that's four and like that sounds really cool no that's that's what this was supposed to be number oh, 2 okay that was their original plan but they were rushed by producers they weren't really interested in going back to a sequel but the, they have you know producers wanted that money so they they kind of forced everybody to get involved in making a sequel real fast and there, there just wasn't a lot of heart in it and it definitely reads in the in the end result you know uh that right. I don't know if I said but the director is Rick Rosenthal it wasn't John Carpenter he passed the project on to Rick Rosenthal this was his directorial debut it
1: does not quite feel like carpenter
0: it, yeah it, it it definitely has a, it, it's just like Friday the 13th part 2 has a competent slasher film feel
1: sure i definitely liked this one better than friday the 13th 2 though <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah, but definitely. I, I can agree I with know that. I
1: not, we're not really at that point, but I, I do want to give it its credit due because I really honestly quite enjoyed this movie. Maybe because I had not seen it before, oh, but nice. I do recognize that there was something about that first movie that was just so iconic. and It, it didn't quite get replicated in this movie, but enough to make this, I think, a competent sequel. Especially right. the ad with with the relationship between Laurie and Michael. I yeah. think I, it, I think it was poorly done the the addition of that, but I think that it will make good for later films.
0: They retconned it in the and the new ones with Jamie, where uh you know the the most recent new one where Jamie has a throwaway line where somebody's like, "Aren't you guys related?" And she's like, "No, that's what some fucking news reporter made up." Like they just immediately retconned it, it's like, no, we're we're getting rid oh. of this storyline. Because like if if you think about it, Michael is just supposed to be scary. He's just supposed to be a boogeyman. And if he has a vengeance plot, you know, if he has That's something tying him, it doesn't
1: I don't think I never thought it was vengeance.
0: Yeah. The connection Yeah, though. but but if there's a reason for it, if there's some kind of mental connection, it just doesn't make it scary anymore. It gives him a purpose, like a drive. And it's like he's right. more scary. If he's driveless, if he's just she fucking so. going,
1: well, I don't know. I think that might be a matter of opinion because I think the fact that her knowing that, for at least from the other side of the story, her knowing that they're related gives her this. It makes it really like I think that it's the the repressive life aspect of it because now that character is going to be complicated by that. Because now they're going to start trying to remember things, rather they're fabricating it right or not. I think that that could be very huh. interesting.
0: That's um, true. That's true. From
1: the hero's perspective. But from Michael's perspective, I don't see why that would make Michael any less scary to Lori and, and right. more experience the story through Lori. I, so for me, I don't think it makes it less scary. But.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely sets her on edge for the rest of her fucking life. Like it, it yeah. def, you know, it, it, it the the thought that this monster, this boogeyman, is always going to be after her. for right. That yeah, that that does make her, her uh, him more scary to her. It's just I don't know for, from the audience perspective. For me, he's terrifying in that first movie because you don't know why he's doing this. He's just right. insane. He's he's just, just scary monster. You know, and he doesn't he doesn't he's not even interested in Lori at first. He's just like walking the streets and he's like, Ooh, college girl, you know, gonna kill this. And right. you know, that's that's just what he's doing. And so it's it's just it for me that that first one is frightening because of that, because of that ambiguity. You don't understand Michael, he's unstoppable. Right. You you shoot him six times, he falls out of a two story window, and then he's just gone. He just walks away from it like nothing happened.
1: I don't know what they're gonna do. In the fourth one, because I know it's not the third one <laughs> that they do it in. Uh, <laughs>
0: I can't wait for the third one
1: because of the the ending of this film. I don't know.
0: There's definitely a decisive ending to this one. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very uh, kind of like a Doctor Who red herring thing, if I remember correctly. Where it's okay. like the, the the fourth one starts off where it's just like, man, they were kind of singed. That sucks. <laughs> would it have anything to
1: do with dick warlock oh <gasps> yeah he plays the shape which is what they credit michael as indeed but anyhow i i just thought it was fine because the warlock and you know stupid nerd he
0: is he is great as uh michael except for the yeah. close-ups it, when they when they do a close-up of him and you can see his <laughs> eyes his eyes are just kind of goofy it's yeah. it's so funny but from far away, you know, he does the menacing stalk really fucking well. Yes. It's just like, it always reminds me of John Carpenter's direction of Nick Castle, you know, just just walk like you're doing nothing. <laughs> just, just go to a place. <laughs> <laughs> you got no goal, you're just going.
1: He is just going, and he just is going after Lori. So, yeah. I don't know really what else to say without doing closing statements what
0: about you yeah that's that's totally fine i'm ready for
1: i'll go ahead yeah i i think that it gets a face i did enjoy watching it uh i think it was a good sequel i've definitely seen much worse sequels definitely (laughs) and you know i just i know i i've heard of the direction they take for the third one which you know they're going for that anthology so,
0: oh man, I haven't shown you the third one. You haven't seen it? No,
1: I haven't seen it. I think I've oh seen the god. opening credits because you.
0: Oh my god! I definitely have played you the song from it. Maybe it was <laughs> the song that you showed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love so the song.
1: We're we're gonna talk that next week, but this yeah. this gets a face for me. I honestly enjoyed it. It might be a little more boring the fir- than the first one.
0: It, it definitely suffers from the rehash. Element like yes. it's yeah they they I because I feel like uh, I I remember reading that John Carpenter was like suffering from like severe writer's block or something while writing this because he couldn't figure out what to do with it so a lot of it was just same old same old like I'm right. just gonna do a kill they're they're in a hospital for most of the film which is kind of an interesting location for serial killings right and it, yeah it's just that there's one really cool kill where he drowns a girl. And that's oh, kind yeah. of interesting. And we had but a Deja Vu totally, moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's totally from what? What is it called? Deep Red. Deep Red. Deep Deep yeah. Red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I, I had texted you. I was like, have we already reviewed Halloween 2? And you were like, no. We haven't. And I was like, are you sure? Because I remember the drowning scene. And you're like, yeah, it's this specific movie. I just can't remember the title. <laughs> yeah. I
1: couldn't. <laughs>
0: And then I, re- I researched what we'd reviewed, and I was like, oh, it was Deep Red. That was the movie. And there's a yeah. drowning in Deep Red that is very similar to the drowning in it's, this one. Yeah, except very much so. I kind of remember think, Deep Red honestly, having better effects.
1: Yeah. It, it was, like, the best scene in the whole movie. There was a right. couple really cool scenes, to be fair, in that movie. But that scene with the steam and the shower and them trying to write in it. Uh, That's just the whole thing. Yeah. And it like it would it would have been a really really good scene in a better mystery movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it's I don't know. That, that yeah, that scene completely threw me when I was watching Halloween 2 because I had like severe deja vu and I was just immediately like obsessed with the idea that we'd already reviewed Halloween 2 on this <laughs> podcast like, why we did haven't. You do yet that?
1: why would we do that
0: but we haven't this is this is brand new for uh for you especially and i you know i give it two i give it two stars even though it's better even though i like it more than friday the 13th part two i i still give it two stars it's just a a good run-of-the-mill slasher to to put on in the background but you don't have to pay attention to it i appreciate that So so shall we move on did you sleep last night oh man i didn't sleep that well well, it was all right. I slept
1: pretty good once I got to sleep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Were your dreams hijacked?
1: No, I don't remember them. I don't think I slept enough.
0: <laughs> 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 I've been having like yeah. weird fucking dreams, and they've been like, uh, it's scarily like Nightmare on Elm Street. They've been like recurring yeah. dreams, so it's Ooh. it's been really a, really kind of annoying. Uh, but yeah. they're not like nightmares. It's just no, okay, it's just good. like the exact same dream. It's it's off putting. But Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, came out four years after the other films we've been talking about. 1985.
1: Why it needed to be called Freddy's Revenge, I'm not entirely sure. He Um, got
0: revenge on them kids.
1: Yeah, but they were different kids.
0: (laughs) But them kids.
1: Them kids. (laughs) All them kids. Them is kids. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, he's really fucking with Mark Patton just because he happened to, you know, be a teenager living in the wrong house. So, the story behind this movie is that Freddie is trying to get out into the real world through Mark. I don't know what those kids did. I mean, obviously, they they failed. That's what I take away from (laughs) that movie. So, apparently... He's in a weaker state, it seems like. I don't know why. There's nothing in the first movie that explains that.
0: No, yeah, they still haven't really explained how Freddy's world works, and I don't know if they're ever going to. If there's one one of these franchises that I've seen the least of and that I'm very excited to watch more of is the Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen them all, but not that many times. But I come back to number two a lot because I love number two. But is not lot, uh, there's not a lot. There's not a lot explained is... about the world.
1: No, 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 not at all. But I, I would say that this movie could honestly stand alone. I don't think you need to see the first no. movie at all.
0: Yeah, there's not. There's not uh, a lot it, of tie to it.
1: No, they they have. I can't re- fucking remember the girl from the first movie, but her diary because it's the same house. And right. that's still a really scary element, especially they've already set it up earlier in the movie uh, mm-hmm. with Ron Grady, played by Robert Ressler. Did I say who stars in the movie? You Mark- said Mark Patton. Okay, Mark Patton as Jesse Walsh. Anyways, Grady yeah. tells him that there was a girl who died after killing her parents in the, in the house. And yeah. Jesse didn't believe him until until he finds it. And then he starts having. Well, he started having the nightmares before that. And the house is really hot. There's a lot to do with the boiler and the fire that took right.
0: Freddie's life. Yeah, I was gonna say even the 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 movie starts with the nightmares. Right. It's like it's a really good opening scene.
1: I think so. Yeah. The the whole movie really is pretty great. I I I don't Very know, imaginative. It, it really is, and I. And I think the way a reason why it stands alone so well is because they took it from a completely different angle because that one was about this creepy pedophile that somehow found a way to haunt these kids' nightmares. That that movie should have been called Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> because that was a revenge movie. But this movie it really I think kind of exposes extreme schizophrenia the kind of way, like Videodrome does.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it, it's it's another look on possession.
1: Yes, definitely. And I I find it so interesting. I thought the angle yeah. they took was really good. And there's a yeah. lot of homoeroticism.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 we'll get to that, but...
1: <laughs> I th- also think, though, it really can show what can happen to a person with a lack of sleep, which they do in the the first movie, but it's more heavily focused on in this movie.
0: But they also go at it from a different angle in that they, they have a final guy and a final boy, if you want, instead of uh, the final lady. (laughs) Yeah. Mark Patton as, as the star is a different type of horror film. You know, most horror films go for a centered lead role that is female because, it, it, you know, just, I don't know. There's a lot uh, of reasons for it, it.
1: Like, I think initially it was screams and tits to be perfectly Yeah, frank, yeah. Because that's how the industry worked.
0: Right. And nowadays it's just kind of become the, the thing that, you know, it's the cliche like Cabin of the Woods says. You know, you always have that final lady who you you kind of, you you get to choose whether she lives or dies. You're rooting for her. Do you want right. her to make it? You know, that kind of a thing. And this one, you go with the final guy. You go with the final boy, Mark Patton as Jesse, like, and he does a great job. He's a really, awesome. he's really good. Yeah, I,
1: I really thought, honestly, most of the cast was pretty great. Right, Kim Myers as right. Lisa Weber. I don't know, could have could have been stronger, but I mean, she did just a fine job as yeah. Jesse's girlfriend, I guess. But honestly,
0: um, honestly, once the third act happens and it starts following her and not Jesse. That's when yeah. I start to hate this film. Exactly. That's when that's I, that's of, why I like yeah. it less. Yes. Yeah. And it's not... It's, I feel bad because it's not about her. It's, it's more because I've been focusing and loving this Jesse right. character. And then he's just kind of like... Because... Not, he, I don't want to say he's gone, but like... Right. You know what I mean? He's not focused yeah. on. Exactly.
1: He's there. He's just... He's not there.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... But let's, let's get into the homoeroticism because this is a very cult following film. A lot of people love this film, especially in the LGBT community. It's a, uh, it's a, one of those cult loved films. And there's a lot to it because it is a very homoerotic film, but there is a negative to it that I, that I uh, wanted to bring to uh, attention. it. It is great that it, you know, that this film exists and that it has this kind of eroticism, but at the time of, of the filming, Mark Patton was closeted. Right. And the filmmakers knew that he was uh that he was a homosexual. And it was kind of their way of exploiting him to be in a in a position he didn't want to be in.
1: Yeah, that's not okay.
0: Yeah, because now when he was doing interviews for the, the publication of this film and that kind of stuff, you know, he was asked about the homoeroticism of the film and he you know, he didn't want to talk about it because that was right. something that he was still you know not wanting to make public
1: yeah you you shouldn't force anybody out for sure
0: yeah and and i don't i'm not sure if it did force him out or if you know if it was just like a trying time and then later he you know overcame it and became public i don't I didn't look up that but you know i've always known this as a film to be loved in the community and and as good reason for it because <laughs> there's a lot of just hilariously the, the gym teacher The gym teacher especially is like, oh yeah, Um, oh man,
1: oh my god, his that's really bad. Yeah, his death for sure.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, also just finding him at the at the gay bar in general, like that that was just so great. That scene where like Jesse just shows up at the gay bar and is like, oh fuck, my gym teacher's here, (laughs) (laughs) and then and then also Jesse uh, is soaking
1: wet pajamas too.
0: Oh man, and then and then also when he makes out with his girlfriend for the very first time, his immediate rea- uh, response is he runs to his best friend's house. Yeah, well, not his best this, friend. Really, this but, guy
1: that he's only known for a few weeks. This I think, yeah, this yeah. movie only goes for for the span of a few weeks. Well, right, right. There's like an epilogue that's later, but Grady, yeah the The stuff between him and Grady it starts immediately, like yeah, I mean they immediately have a fight over something stupid, baseball sports related, and then they have to do push ups together. I'm pretty sure there's a shower scene with them,
0: I think um, so and then and then there's the cafeteria scene where he yells at him, <laughs> right, yeah,
1: then all of a sudden, Mark is at his house. While he's trying to sleep. Uh, And
0: he's like, dude, you have to let me sleep in this room with
1: you. Yes. He's like, I have to sleep. I have to sleep. And you have to watch me. Don't go to sleep.
0: (laughs) I'm having uh, nightmares and I just need you to watch over me while I sleep. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so sweet. that's where it's so it starts
1: getting real and everyone starts dying a lot of people die in this movie i think honestly oh, yeah. maybe more than the other movie
0: well you have to top your predecessor you have to. right there, but there's no awesome like bed killing johnny depp scene though no but, there's like... <laughs> a
1: lot less of those big big effects but there yeah. is a lot of makeup effects still
0: yeah there is and, and again robert england as freddy himself fucking shines yeah. like oh my god he's so much fun I love him. This might was this the the first uh, use of the bitch like when he when he gets really mad and he screams bitch at somebody or did he do that in the first? I don't. One? I don't
1: remember. I don't remember. Oh, I only I thought that that was just a joke <laughs> in Rick and Morty. I knew that no, it was Freddy Krueger that they were making fun yep. of, but I did not know that Freddy Krueger actually because I. This is my first round with the these movies. I am a virgin slowly popping my cherry. So, should we hop into closing statements? I mean, I I feel like I yeah, could I'm... talk more about this movie.
0: But Right. Yeah. I'm ready for the for closing statement. Like I give it uh I give it two and a half stars. I know I'm I, I've been talking like I really love this film, but that third act really drags it down. Like once yeah. once it starts following Jesse's girlfriend I lose interest like it's it's kind of sad from there and the pool partying scenes like there's this huge scene where they're all like partying at a pool and and uh Freddy comes out and starts like slashing people to death it's just so weird like I don't I I don't know I'm so used to him being in the dream world that seeing him in the real world just did not feel right right.
1: and that's why I think it might
0: even work better as a standalone that's true but but at the same time I really love Jesse. I really loved following his character for the first two-thirds of this movie. Yeah. Like, the the things they do with him are so funny and so fun. Yeah. And and it's just, it's there's a reason they come back to this movie. Like, two and a half stars. It's a lot of fun. I think it is also uh, a lot of fun. I'm
1: going to give it a face. I don't think it quite gets a face and a half, but I'll say that. It got closer to the than the other two movies, and for that reason, I'm going to say that it 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 wins the threesome as well.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm also going to choose it to win the threesome. I don't think any of these movies, uh, in my opinion, did better than their predecessor. Friday the Thirteenth Part I, Two is very equal. Yeah, but I
1: think Friday the Thirteenth might have. And if this was not labeled a nightmare on Elm Street, I think. That it could have been bad. I mean, it's, it's definitely that concept, and they bashed it over the head with uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. <laughs> 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 That's but fair. I, I love that type of story. And, and it might just be because, you know, like we talked about the dulcet tones earlier today, but honestly, <laughs> I, I used to be a pretty angry person. And sometimes I still feel it down there. And yeah. you know, I had to work hard on on it and so sometimes I worry about this. So for that mm-hmm. reason, this story, Jack Torrance and the Shining story, they all really intrigue me because they actually yeah. scare me.
0: Yeah, you resonate well with them. Yeah, with that fear, I can and I see really, that.
1: I feel, I, I root for them. I feel bad for them when,
0: when it they break. Yeah, I do. I do have that fear of like going and saying like it's like oh shit, maybe I like am hallucinating. Maybe yeah. like oh god, right? I do you know, like those those kind of it. things. So I get it. I, I do get that fear. But you know, as as we said, we give it to Nightmare on Elm Street too. Uh, but I don't think it quite lives up to its its predecessor. But as a standalone yeah, film, think... like I think it could work yeah
1: I agree with you. A nightmare on Elm Street is it's classic for a reason yeah the ending is goofy as fuck though, but so is this one so I <laughs> yeah this can't. one this one
0: <laughs> this one had a lot of fun in it yes yes
1: <laughs> well i I think this's been the show
0: yeah man we're gonna we're gonna come back next uh this Thursday with our Patreon pick episode. That's right. Uh, if you are if you are interested, you can help us out over on patreon.com slash green and faceless. But we're gonna be talking some old horror films next this Thursday. Pre code, pre Hollywood Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. And uh, we'll see you then. I have been the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the face of
1: Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19 If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.